Hi guys, and welcome to the Box Office Club, your hub for all things movie news, reviews, numbers, and updates. We're your hosts, I'm Emily. And I'm Kate, and today we're here to give our straight from the seat review of John Wick, Chapter 4. So here is the official synopsis for the latest installment of the Wick series. In this movie, John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the high table. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. This movie takes place shortly after the events in Parabellum, and in this we see the return of Keanu Reeves as John Wick, Lawrence Fishburne as the Bowery King, Ian McShane as Winston, and the late Lance Reddick as Sharon. We also get notable additions to the cast in this movie, such as Bill Skarsgård as Marquis, uh, Donnie Yen as Kane, and Shamir Anderson as Nobody. This movie is two hours and 49 minutes long, so we have a lot of non-spoiler talk to get into, so let's begin. Yes, let's, because I'm very excited to talk about this movie. (laughs) So when you go into a John Wick movie, you expect action, mm-hmm. sick fight scenes, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves. But did you really expect two hours and 49 minutes of nonstop action, jaw dropping kills, laugh out loud craziness <laughs> and a dope ass soundtrack mixed with some of the sickest cinematography I've ever seen? Oh my gosh. Because if you were expecting that, you are not going to be disappointed no. in this movie. The cinematography was great. I, the entire time through like the colors were amazing yes the the like the like landscape scenes were really good too and I was like what is going on like everything about this the close-ups the fight scenes yeah it was everything you expect in a John Wick movie and then some yes the cinematography I think was one of the first things that I noted it was just so gorgeous mm-hmm. the whole time and you're like this is a bloody fighty action movie why Mm -hmm. is it so beautiful yeah and I looked it up and it was by Dan Lauston I think I'm pronouncing that right Mm -hmm. but he also did the cinematography for Shape of Water which I don't know if you ever seen that movie but I love that movie and Nightmare Alley so it makes so much sense why it was so beautiful that's awesome I really that's what I really like about um like different directors and different like cinematographers and everything like that is they carry like their own stamp of things throughout every movie that they work on. And that's really cool that you're like, yeah, because of these other movies, it just flows right through. Yeah. It made total sense, but I knew it was so pretty. I was like, I have to look it up. I feel (laughs) like we don't give enough credit to some of the people behind the camera that I need to look up who did the cinematography. This movie is freaking beautiful. Yes. 100%. Like the first opening scenes are so good. The way that they placed everything. I was like, that's loved it. I loved the contrast and the scenes. Like, (laughs) like it starts off and like, it's just someone at the first point, but you realize very quickly that it's John Wick punching like just a rope that's around a board. And then it cuts to a really like 
pretty landscape. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah. And just that dynamic. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it gave me chills. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. I knew right away from the opening sequence. I'm like, I'm going to really, really enjoy this movie. Yes. hundred percent. Um, one thing that I wrote down to note was the, I, cause it starts off again, right in the beginning. Um, these Kevlar suits are incredible. What? The, the whole, like when, um, Lawrence Fishburne, the Bowery King, when he walks in and he's like, got his new suit and everything. And I'm like, oh, oh, here we go. But throughout the entire movie, those Kevlar suits are incredible because they're just like holding up the one end of it to like block their face. Cause it's catching mm-hmm. everything. I'm like, those are insane. But now everyone's got them. Yeah. I was like, what is this? They're like wearing, they're wearing body armor, but not really because they're just in suits and they look fantastic. They do look fantastic. The costuming and just everything about this movie. You can tell there is so much love and Mm -hmm. thought behind every scene. Mm -hmm. And it just, I mean, it goes back to the cinematography too, but it really does all tie together. The score, the makeup, the Mm -hmm. costuming, it just looked so freaking amazing. I, I did have a special shout out to um, Skarsgård's outfits. He looked so good. He looked so good. <laughs> it was insane. Like every time he was on screen, I was like, damn. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about Skarsgård. That's a good, a good segue mm-hmm. because he was one of the people that I put. I have a few standout performances mm-hmm. um, because I honestly didn't think anybody was bad in this movie. No. Um, Keanu Reeves probably had his one one page of script <laughs> per movie as usual. Yes. Um, me and my brother were joking about that a lot. I was like, he doesn't have to remember shit no. line-wise. Line-wise is his like most uttered word. Yeah. <laughs> or shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but so he did his thing. He was great. So mm-hmm. I Everyone I really wrote down were new actors to mm-hmm. this movie. And of course, Bill Skarsgård, I love, I think all of the Skarsgård family is just a special type of talent. Yeah. But it gave me very much, I don't know if you've seen No Time to Die. I have not. Well, for people who have seen it, it gives me very much Rami Malek comparisons mm. to how he was in that movie. And I was like, I like this a lot. hmm I, there was one scene in particular where I was like, Ooh, like he, he gave me chills every other time. Like you can tell, like, he, you know, he's, he's playing the bad guy pretty much as uh, the marquee. And, um, but there was one scene in particular. Where I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Yes. That's why we should fear him. <laughs> he's just everything that he does is fantastic. Yes. And in the beginning, I was like, I'm not sure because when it first started, he was giving me like almost like too much like Rami Malek vibes mm. from that. And I was like, are you taking like too many notes? Because I mean, you can only play the bad guy so many different ways. And yeah. I was scared it was going to be kind of like cut and dry. Mm-hmm. And then it really kind of evolved throughout. And I was like, I wait a second. Mm-hmm. You're growing on me. Yeah. I wasn't sure his he's got like a younger face. I thought that they were going to like pick up on that and like call him like a kid or whatever or something like that. They never used that. And I really appreciated that. I don't think he has a younger face. 
compared to everyone else in the movie, he's he seems a lot younger. Oh, well, it's because he doesn't have the facial hair. That yes, that that could definitely be part of it. Um, but like I thought that they were gonna maybe say something about that, like maybe he is younger, like just younger looking, but they didn't, and he he commands the room. He, also, he's really tall. Yeah, I was like. I didn't realize how tall he was. That's very intimidating. Well, I mean, he was freaking Pennywise. Yes. Like. <laughs> Which was, I kept thinking about <laughs> it watching this because I was, that's really the only other, I think, major movie I've seen him in. Um, and so it was like, but of course in it, he's covered in all that makeup yeah. and everything. So like <laughs> it was easy to differentiate, but with the eyes, I was like, whoo. Did you see Barbarian? I did not. You should go see it. But he's in that too. That's a newer movie. No, yeah, I I loved him in those two in these two major ones that I've seen him in, and I know I've seen him in a couple other like smaller things that I just are not coming to mind. But I've I've liked him in everything that he's been in. So yeah, I've seen. Scars guards just breed good actors, apparently. Mm, yeah. Um, there are also some other notable actors. Um. Donnie Yen, who played Kane, mm-hmm. I thought was a really nice addition to this cast. Um, I think kind of rounded some stuff out, added some more backstory and a whole nother million and one storylines that were mm-hmm. in this. Cause there were so many storylines and Matt was talking about this on the way home. And he's like, there was, but it didn't feel like it. No. But Cause they all meshed very well. They did. And you're like, no, you're right. And then he, we're breaking it down. I'm like, so there's this storyline and this one and this one. And I'm like, oh, damn, there was like six stories going yeah. on. But it didn't feel like it. And it like it, nothing got lost. No, no. I, yeah, it all, it all meshed very well. It all, you know, different storylines, but then told the bigger story. Yes. Together. So that was, yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely wrote um, Donnie Yen down as well. That was fantastic. Um, mainly I really loved like the choreography that they had him do. It was very smooth. Yes. It was like watching someone dancing. It was, it was really cool when, you know, he's just in these fight scenes and everything like that. And he's just so fluid with all of his movements. Yes. And I was mesmerized. Uh, I definitely want to talk about the choreography Mm -hmm. of this movie. I will circle back to stand out because- that's the choreography of this movie and the actions and the stunts and just everything with a movie this long that is so based on fights, especially when the whole premise of this movie is literally just basically trying to kill each other. Yes. Like you can think, Oh my gosh, this is, this could get so repetitive. This could get so boring. Oh, it's another big fight scene. This and this, and this is happening. Nothing. No. Everything they, felt fresh. Yes. Cause they, I mean, they used like, they utilized the locations where they were at. Um, they utilized the like weapons or lack of weapons. Yes. I mean, everything about this. Yeah. Everything was, was fresh. It was, it was watching a John Wick movie, but you're like, but where are they going to fight next? <laughs> Literally. And I'm not going to bring up any specific weapons that get brought up because mm-hmm. I genuinely, I don't want to spoil anything mm-hmm. about this movie. Like I, want people to just go in and take it, take it all in and notice whatever they want to notice. Cause there is so much to notice. So I am, this is going to be literally the most, probably the most spoiler free thing we've ever done. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to mention any of the weapons. 
I will say one thing because this is not John Wick specific. It's done in a lot of action movies, mm-hmm. but every time it, every time it's done in an action movie, it makes me cackle out loud. Mm-hmm. And it's when you're in the scene where there's a lot of shooting and then they run out of ammo and they're just like, I don't know what to do with the gun anymore. And they just chuck the gun at the person and they're like, that's still a weapon. I don't need this anymore. Kills me every time. That is my favorite thing. My My, absolute favorite thing. My literal favorite thing to do with a gun in a movie. (laughs) Yes. I could not use it as a gun and wonk it. Yes. It's the funniest thing ever to me. Like I look over every time that it happens. I look over at my brother. I'm like, in any movie, like not just yeah. this one, any movie where they do that. I'm like, every time we just, we lock eyes and we're like, hilarious. And it is. And it's so funny because there are so many different ways to do it. Like they could be like, oh shit, what am I supposed to do with this mm-hmm. now? And then decide, I oh, I guess I'll throw it. And then sometimes they're so casual, casual about it. Like yeah. this is just what we do with empty guns. We just... <laughs> Like the casual, when they're more casual, it cracks me up even more because you're like, you know that they're just doing that shit all the time then. Oh, ran out of ammo. No refills near me. Bye. Throw the gun at the person's head. It's, oh, I, I didn't write that down, but I remember, like I was going to talk about it because it is the best thing. I love it in any action movie, non-action movie, any movie where they do that. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And this movie did have a lot of, I laughed a lot Mm -hmm. in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a lot of like a lot of subtle things, Mm -hmm. but then also you're like, wait, did they just like do that? Say that? What? (laughs) Yeah. I think it has to be subtle in the movie like this. Cause I feel like if they try to be funny, it will completely ruin the tone of it. Definitely. But the funniness is oh my God, I can't believe this is happening or I can't believe that just happened or how the hell do they keep ending up in situations like that? It's just like that comedy of it. You're like, what the? You just, you have to laugh at it. Yeah, definitely. And then also, of course, with Keanu Reeves having just like zero dialogue, it's the best. Mm -hmm. Where he's just, yeah. Like people ask him a question, he's like, yeah. Like every time, I just think that's so funny. There are... I did notice this in the movie. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, when you go, do listen carefully because you pick up on more dialogue than I think what you're supposed to hear. (laughs) Because during fight scenes, I started noticing dialogues with the people they were fighting more. And like there was like this one scene and they were fighting and I hear one of the people go, get off me. Stop touching me. Get off me. And I'm like... (laughs) what so I kept listening for it and there is actually dialogue during these fight scenes sometimes so if you haven't seen it or you're gonna go see it again or you're gonna rewatch it when it comes out yeah listen for it because it genuinely I was laughing so hard at some of the stuff because like I was like I can't tell if this is like scripted because some of it makes sense but some of it's like what if they really just pick this up during the scene it is so funny get off me yeah (laughs) that's genuinely I couldn't believe it I started laughing so hard oh my gosh I'm definitely gonna have to listen when I rewatch this that's that's hilarious so there could be longer scripts out there and that's all we hear (laughs) because yeah (laughs) i'm definitely gonna have to take a listen next time i watch this um and i'm gonna have to like go back for some of the other ones i i will say i i do 
one of the things with watching um, movies in the theaters is everything, everything not in theaters, I have to watch with subtitles. Like we, we've just done that for a long time now because it helps my brother. But now I can't imagine not like watching my TV shows without it. And the one thing about going to the movie theater is I don't get to see the subtitles anymore. But with this movie, they do have a lot of subtitles with like when they're speaking in foreign language and everything, which yeah. is of course great. But I'm like, I love the, the closed captioning and the subtitles for everything else because they do usually pick up on all that stuff. So I'm, I'm interested in maybe like stream it next time and like have the <laughs> subtitles up to, to catch everything. Oh, you'll have to let me know how that I is. I will. Yeah. That's so, I didn't even think about mm-hmm. subtitles for that. Yeah. Because I feel like they're just going to be like fighting sounds or grunting, but there are, there's actual words in it. Yeah. I mean, there are grunts, but there are like actual words yeah. too. Oh, yeah. you're going to have to let me know. I will. Definitely. Cause that, that's another like fun thing. Cause sometimes, cause it's a, a job to put in those subtitles and stuff. Some, sometimes the people who have those jobs have way too much fun with them. Yes. <laughs> so like, they, you know, they'll be describing something, but the way that they describe it is really weird and funny. And you're like, I don't know if I would use that word choice, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to watch it again with the subtitles and, and, and hear and see <laughs> what they're saying. That's awesome. So let's circle back unless you have more to talk about for action scenes other than that they were sick. I don't think I have anything just, just the, it's an all, all of the John Wick movies. There's certain staples and, and this movie has them. Yeah. You do see some of the classic John Wick action things, Mm -hmm. but they, but they're fresh. Like they're like, Oh, it's a running joke that this happens in every John Wick movie mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. And then they do it this one and then they like step it up a notch yes. and you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. that. And then you laugh about it. Cause you're like, of course this would happen, but yes. why is it happening on this scale? Yes. Everything about this movie. There was so much action. So much. So, so much. Um, when we, me and my brother got out of the movie, um, we were talking with the owner and, um, just cause he was like, Oh, you know, did you like it? How was it? Yeah. And, um, we're, we didn't want to give too much away. Cause you know, of course you really want, don't want to spoil it. Don't want to spoil it at all. But, um, we're like, you know, it's a John Wick movie. There's, you know, like 15 minutes of hard action and then like a little bit of, you know, story and then 15, 20 minutes of more just nonstop I feel action. Like it has to be longer than that. There's so much. Well, cause like, like you're sitting there and you're like, there's no way they could be doing like, but this it's the one scene, but it's like 15, 20 minutes of, of Keanu Reeves just running around kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. And you're like, dude, aren't you tired? Cause he does most of his stunts. Yeah. I'm like, that's insane. Like I understand like, you know, different scenes, different angles, like you're, you're doing it multiple times, but when they put it all together, you're like, Keanu, I, my body hurts for you. My body was hurting because this <laughs> had my heart pumping. Yeah. My anxiety at times were oh, out the, like I looked at Matt at one point and we don't have a video feed so you can't see, but I literally was like doing the like heart pumping <laughs> motion, like to be like, can you believe this right now? Look at this. <laughs> my heart is beating so fast. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. We should set our watches when we're watching like these horror movies or action movies, see what our heart rate is. I, I actually do get notifications on mine. I don't know if I got one today because I put it in like theater mode and I, I, I don't think I took it off theater mode yet to check it. Gotcha. But I, I've definitely gotten alerts mm-hmm. for that during football oh games. When we go to football games, I usually get two or three. Oh my gosh. Um, I get them at concerts. I, mm-hmm. I always get them. There we go. With stuff like that. So it does do it. That's awesome. Maybe that, cause maybe that can be a little thing I put on our sheet. <laughs> what was your highest heart rate during this movie? <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, right. Be like, Hey guys, this movie gave us a uh, 150 in the heart rate. <laughs> That's really high. (laughs) Not for some people. (laughs) Not for some people. That's normal. Yeah. But no, this movie. Gosh, this movie. Okay. So let's circle back to standout performances. Yeah. Did you have any? Um, I I already said Donnie Yen because you brought him up with Kane. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you said, great addition to the cast. It feels like. Yes, he's an addition, but like you could tell like that he and John Wick's character that they had known each other, that they were good friends and everything. Yes. Like it felt like he'd been there. Yeah. It it wasn't like he felt like an old friend. It wasn't like a, here's a new addition. Yeah. They were friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. It felt like he was maybe like lurking in the background for all the other films. The chemistry was definitely there. Definitely. Um, Bill Skarsgård, which you brought up. Um, and I thought that, um, I know I'm going to say this wrong and I know I said it wrong earlier, but Shamir Anderson as nobody. I also have him written down. He was great. He was fantastic. He was so good. His expressions with his eyes. I was like, he made everything. I loved him in this role. Yeah. I was obsessed. I really, really liked him. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. I don't know if I have either. Uh, I didn't, um, he looks very familiar he to me. He looks very familiar. Okay, so we have not, we've confirmed we have not seen him yeah. in anything. Um, I would like to see him in more stuff. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed his character. I think he did a really good job. I think his story was very important. I think stuff that happens with his character um, was very important to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, cause one of the notes that I had actually written down was that this movie had a lot of, f- for bigger pictures and smaller pictures, um, fans of the n- shows would also know, I think a lot shows movies, <laughs> fans of the movies would notice a lot of full circle moments yes, and some redemption arcs mm-hmm. and, they really made my heart happy and his character, I think even for being a new addition was very vital mm-hmm. to the storyline. Oh, absolutely. He definitely kept the, the plot moving with, um, with everything that he was doing. Yeah. And I just, for John Wick fans, this, this movie is going to mean a lot mm-hmm. and not even in the big profound ways, just there are so many small moments that you could tell that the director and the people behind the camera and even the actors on screen, like it was, it, this movie meant a lot to them mm-hmm. and everything was so thought out. And if you are a big fan of the movies, like you're going to pick up on a lot of stuff that maybe the casual viewer or people who like went 
to go see it, like just because they like their friends are making them go see it, like mm-hmm. they're gonna miss. But like you're gonna know they put that in for me. Yeah, hundred percent. It was good. Just the whole the whole movie. The whole time. So good. Um, going back to like the cinematography and just the whole look yes. of the movie. It's it's so cool because like we've we've gone on this journey from the first one where it was, you know, kind of that super gritty, like not too ornate to now this one is like over the top picturesque so you can see the evolution i've seen this with other movies too and i think that's it's something so great it's not only just a lot an evolution in time and technology Mm -hmm. but with the story and the places the characters lives are in like it moves with the tone of the movie Mm -hmm. absolutely like even just like looking at his suits and everything when he first starts and you're like, you know, that just looks like a regular old suit. But like then as he keeps evolving and like getting back into this criminal underworld, which is the wrong word for it, I think underworld, like it's so on the surface, like everything about it, especially with Bill Skarsgård's character of the marquee, like it's so like in your face wealth. Yeah. And beautiful. Like there were some buildings that he was, that they were in. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, what a privileged like film there. That would be insane. Yeah. But like these big open areas and like just so ornate and everything. But, um, I wrote down that it really takes the like honor among thieves to a whole new level because there's like all these rules, all these ceremonies, yes. everything about it. Like it's all, you think, you know they're all killing each other and everything like that. It's like a criminal underworld and everything, but it's not at the same time. That, that was something I was thinking about too. Just the, yeah, the among thieves, the honor, like, cause you can, you can tell that they're getting so frustrated with these rules and all Mm -hmm. of this stuff, but they, they stick to them or they, you know, they can barter within their worlds and they do form these connections and these relationships. And it's insane to think about and see in this type of context. Mm -hmm. But I did laugh because I was like, there are the rules Mm -hmm. and they're firmly set in the first one. And it is kind of funny to see some of these bigger organizations in this movie just say fuck all to some of these rules, all for one guy. Like, this guy is getting so far under their skin. They're like, fuck all the rules. (laughs) Years of everything we've had in place. I'm done with it. We're throwing it out the window. And that's not really a spoiler for this movie because this starts in in Parabellum. Yes. Um, And then this movie, they're like, we'll just keep it going. Yeah just goes to John Wick as the legend he is. Yes. They're like, where is this going to end, dude? And he's like, I'm going to burn everyone down. Like, you know, like, and then everyone else is like, you know what? We're, we're with you. Like, like you said, fuck these rules. (laughs) It's, oh my gosh, this movie was, was so great. I really, I'm just, there's so much we could talk about and I don't want to get too spoiler spoilery. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to like monitor myself. Right. Um, 
I had another standout and I feel bad because I didn't go and look up the actor's name. I don't really even remember the character's name. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a character that's introduced at one point in the movie. That's specific. Um, <laughs> When you guys watch it, he plays a bigger gentleman. If that make if that uh-huh. rings any bells for you, and he is connected to John Wick's Russian ties, and I'll leave gotcha. it at that. Yeah. Um, but he and that whole scene he is in, out freaking standing. Yes, he he's like the only person that like actually lay a hand on John on um, John Wick. Right. Like, Uh, like I know other people like, you know, they're fighting and everything, but he like was getting into it. Like it was that, that whole scene was insane. And that was definitely a part where I was like, Oh, I don't know where this is going to (laughs) go. I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, my brother looked at me during that point and he goes, bet you didn't think the penguin could move like that. I was like, it's not that man, buddy. <laughs> but it was really funny because he does look like the penguin. Yeah. In the, was, from the newest, the Batman, he does look like uh, Will Ferrell's the penguin. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah. Not gotcha. Will Ferrell. Yep. Will Ferrell is the curly head. Yep. <laughs> um, Too many Ferrells. So many Ferrells. Um, I was getting a lot of Batman vibes, not just like the Batman, but also like the Dark Knight um, trilogy and stuff. I... But I remember with that one scene with um, Bill Skarsgård where I was like, oh, like he's he's dangerous. (laughs) I was getting like Joker vibes. He did something with his face. And I was like, oh, my God, that reminds me of Heath Ledger's The Joker. Bill Skarsgård's facial expressions are always so fucking creepy. So creepy. But his talent, like the fact that you can express stuff like that just with your face is insane. Yeah. Like at one point I think like his eyes twitching and I'm like, oh my God, what do you, what do you mean? What are you, what are you doing? Like just the tiniest little thing. I, I could watch that man's face all day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 What else do you got? Um, I do have, I wrote it down pretty early and then I didn't write like anything else about any other specific like kills, but there was one that stood out to me in the beginning. And I was like, that would be the most awful piggyback ride ever. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was going to bring it up and I was like, I really don't want to spoil anything, but I don't think it spoils anything because there's so many different kills and like how people are getting killed and how people are doing the killing. But this one specific, I was like, Oh yeah, that will stick in my mind forever, forever. Anytime anyone come, like if anyone comes up to me and is like piggyback ride, I'm like, no, I'm done with piggyback rides forever. <laughs> Especially after that. Yeah, no, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, that one was brutal. Yeah. We're going to have, we'll have to have a spoiler and off off mic spoiler between the two of us because yeah. I really I don't want to give anything away no. and there's so much we could say maybe we'll do like a special spoiler episode I'm not sure um but yes <laughs> yes I really had to refrain myself from writing down kills because there's a few very specific things that I would love to talk about yes. but just know if we're like holding ourselves back like this much mm-hmm 
it means it's worth going to see it and experiencing it without any knowledge. So like you like we should maybe get into our ratings a little bit, I think, unless you have anything else. But um, I just have like a fun little okay question. Question. Ooh, okay. Question. Yeah. So I asked my brother because okay. um, I showed him this when I was done and he like read through everything. But um, I it's one of my favorite things, especially with the John Wick um, movies. One, we are like, okay, how many bullets do you think that they actually go through in each of the oh. films? But for this one, it was how many on-screen kills do you think there are? So I actually don't know the answer for this specific movie, mm-hmm. but for John Wick alone, before this movie started, so just from the first three, he had a confirmed 299 kills before going into number four. Okay. Okay. And I'm waiting for the updated number to drop with, with See, this I one. Knew. I was like, there are people out there that have done yes. the math. They've watched it. They've done that. Yes. So I was like, this will be fun. So this is something I have looked up before. Okay, so I do sweet. know. And I, yes. on the drive to the movies, confirmed the number before. So it's That's 299 amazing. just from John Wick. Not in the movie at all. Just confirmed by him. Okay. 299. Okay. So my... That's insane then. Yeah. I guess my question was going to, I I guess, yeah, mine on screen kills, not just by John Wick. Not just by John Wick. So do you want to hear our numbers? Yes. Give me your, pre- okay. your predictions. So my brother said 150, which low balling low. the shit out of yeah. that. Well, he's like at least 150. And I was like, okay, so we can say like at least three. Come on, dude. But, um. I don't know. I guess now that could be. Well, that is the first three movies combined. Yes. 299. So yeah, I think it was like like 68 in the first one. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then my number is 123. That's specific. Yeah. I just picked a number. I would say it has to be 200 plus if we're not, if it's not just John Wick, if it's just the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Has to be two hundreds. I always want to lowball these numbers though because I'm like, but yeah, maybe that's more. Maybe that's more John Wick specifically. Yeah, maybe we're doing that. I will. I'm gonna look for these numbers. Yeah, once they drop, but they probably won't until after opening weekend. Um, but I'm I I've looked it up before. We've done it. We've talked to people about it. This mm-hmm. is. I'm really happy you brought that up because I Yay. completely forgot. But that's. That is something that people genuinely do know. Yes. Not the bullets. So I don't know if anyone tracks the bullets. No, I don't. I I mean, I guess, no, I was like, I think you could, but really it would be more production. I think they would have. I wonder if they ever talked about it in an interview. Ooh, I might have to go watch some press fits. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I asked that. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. Just like asking numbers like that. Yeah. Like, um, like with the bullets and stuff, that was something, um, and, and like, I've watched like other like YouTube videos and stuff where people are like, here's the number of confirmed like kills. And I, especially horror movies and stuff where they're like yeah. all these kills. Um, so <laughs> in this movie, it's just people dropping. I think, left and right. I think I it was either after the second or the third when Matt and I originally watched them together, his rewatch, my first watch. And I think I looked at him 
like right before we started the third movie. And I'm like, how many people has this guy killed? <laughs> and he's like, well, let's watch the third one first and then we'll look it up. And oh then we did, but it was a, it was a question that rang in my brain. Yeah. I was like, I need to know this guy's body count. Seriously. It's, it's so high. <laughs> um, all right, but cool. I'm, I'm really glad I asked that question then. Cause then there's people out there that know the answer and yeah, we'll look that up. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I, I wrote Should it down be before. No, yeah. It's awesome. All right. So into our ratings. Yes. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? What do you want to do? I want you to go first. Me go first? Yeah. Okay. Everyone is about to witness history right now. I'm giving my first five of the show, which is so rare. Even if I really love a movie, I usually just go 4.5, 4.75. Mm-hmm. This movie is a five. Total five. First one on the show. Probably will be the first one for a while. I think so. Yeah. Um, it is a movie I'm definitely going to rewatch a bunch. It's a movie I very, very, very much enjoy. I will recommend it to everyone. And I think it is a strong contender for my top 10 overall movies of 2023 when we wow. do that at the end of the year. That's amazing. It's it's a contender now. We'll see how the rest of the years play out. Absolutely. It's up there right now. That's awesome. Um, so I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit here. <gasps> I know. I'm going lower. That's crazy, right? But just a little bit. I'm going uh, 4.75. Why is that? What's your reasoning? So my reasoning is because I actually felt the length of this movie. Usually when movies are like two and a half plus if I'll, I really, really enjoy them if I don't feel like they are that long. But this movie, I was like, at one point I was like, oh man, I'm feeling like the length of this movie, which, which kind of takes it down a little bit for me. That's so interesting. Cause I didn't feel that way. That's crazy. But I feel like it could also be, if you know me and we've talked about it, I love the gore, the mm-hmm. blood, the action, the there's murder on screen. I'm all there. <laughs> there was just so much of it. I was like, yeah. I I could have just sat and watched it forever. <laughs> like I was so freaking into it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I looked at my brother after and I was talking to him and I wanted to know how, how he was feeling because he like invited us out and like paid for us. And it was really nice and really sweet bonding. And I was like, I had my critic lens on mm-hmm. because I'm always the hard ass on our podcast <laughs> and I couldn't find a damn thing. And he looks at me, he goes, it's because it's perfection, Kate. <laughs> Best John Wick movie there was. I, it's my number one. It's his number one. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Um, no, I, I loved it. It was really good. Like everything that we've talked about the entire episode, loved it. It was just, it was that time thing. Like um, the Batman and like Avatar, excuse me, Avatar Way of Water. Those are two movies that are, really, really long, didn't feel the length of them. Like I was sitting there and then I was like, oh, it's over. Like, but like it felt, it felt like, you know, it, it concluded, but this one, I was a little bit, not a little bit into it, like more towards the end of it. I was starting to feel like how long it was. Not that I didn't like it. Not that I didn't enjoy it. It was just one of those feelings. Um, I get it. That movie, that movie, that feeling definitely affects how you feel about movies because mm-hmm. I've definitely I mean even with 65 that was such a short movie and I was checking my watch you know <laughs> so 
And I was like, I can't get enough of this. Yeah. So, so, it so yeah, it, it depends on a lot of different things, I think. But for me, that's that's the only thing that I didn't like about it. So how would you rate your Wick movies? Oh, God. Um, I, I, you really just want me to rate everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, that's something that also me and my brother talked about. Um, it's hard cause I didn't do like an actual rewatch. I just mm-hmm. did the recaps and everything. So I don't have like those feelings, but this one's definitely going to be like top two. Gotcha. It was just so beautiful. So my brother was saying that he feels like, cause he looked at me, he's like, I'm really impressed because we're on the fourth movie. Mm-hmm. And this is usually when franchises forget what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't. And he goes, I think I'd honestly would just go in receding order of my favorites, favorites, four, three, two, one. Okay. So I was thinking about it and I was like, I, I'm going to agree with him with four for my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I'd go right to three or if I would move the original to my number two spot mm-hmm. because it really is what sets it off. And I really enjoyed that because I think it was just so brutal because there's so yeah. much heart behind it. And there, that one was a lot funnier too, because to like, you did what? The who? <laughs> yes. And um, so I think that would probably be my number two. And then I think it would go three, two. So gotcha. four, one, three, two. I gotcha. think without rewatching, mm-hmm. just based off of memory, that's where I would go. Yeah. And I always have a soft spot for like the originals of movies yeah. like this, because like you said, they kick everything off. And I know some people, I, you know, a couple friends or family and everything. They're like, no, no, you don't have to put the original like so high up. I'm like, I, I do. It always holds a special place in my heart because it kicked everything off. It, it set the tone, it introduced the characters and everything. And then you can add on to that. But I'm like, it always has to be high up there for me. I think, I think that's true for a lot. Some of them, the first ones are like bad. Yes. And you're like, I can't really yes. support it. But um, in most cases, it is very true. And with this one, when I was list, I was like, I, th- I agree with you for the most part. But I think just because I really connected with how it all started and why mm-hmm. everything was happening in the first one and how we ended up getting here, like, I I think that's where I would go. Because this, I think, was the, a perfect movie. So mm-hmm. number one would be four and then I would go two. sorry from number two would be number one very confusing <laughs> um and then I would go three and then two I think the second one was my least favorite not saying it wasn't a good movie but compared to everything that was going on I think that would be my least favorite of them all it's so hard with these movies it is it's, all of them though it it's such a close race they're all so great and I think that there's really just like small differences mm-hmm. that separate them, but they're, they're all fantastic. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Cause I can think of like a couple reasons why two is my least favorite. And they're so minuscule, mm-hmm. literally like the dumbest nitpicky things. Like, I don't know if I really like the setup premise for how <laughs> everything went on. Everything in it was great, but I feel like it was just a stupid reason for the movie to happen. But yeah. then everything else is like, Perfect. Yeah. It's just, it's with movies, this quality, Mm -hmm. it's hard. So hard. Oh, so good. So I think we're saying that that's a recommendation from us. Uh, Hell yeah. (laughs) So go see John Wick 4 and um, let us know what you think. I do have one quick note that I was saving till the end. So before we wrap up, Mm -hmm. 
as we talked about in our Thursday episode, um, and if you didn't watch it, listen to it, then we're talking about it now. Um, as we said earlier, too, in the beginning, that this movie did have the late Lance Reddick. Um, and this is one of his last projects that will be getting released since his passing. And um, they, the cast and the director and everything said that they were dedicating this movie to him, which is very meaningful. So I think everyone should go see that movie, not only because it's a five and it's fantastic <laughs> or a 4.75, <laughs> um, but it, there's a lot of heart behind it. And I mm-hmm. think you should, should go see it. Um, but without spoiling anything in particular, even without knowing what was going to take place, I think that them dedicating this movie to him was the perfect, the perfect dedication mm-hmm. in like a weird way without, yeah, yeah without no, giving I, anything away. Yeah. Just, I remember leaving it and I'm like, I'm really glad that they dedicated this movie to him. Yes. I think it's it's beautiful and it's not like they could go back and like do anything because mm-hmm. it was already released and given the theaters when everything happened. Yeah. So it's just like looking back at it, I'd be like, he would be so proud mm-hmm. of his work. He'd be so proud of this movie. Um, and I bet that him and his family are feeling all the love and support, but I think it just was one of those full circle moments that it yeah. was just beautiful to dedicate to him. Absolutely. hundred percent. And yeah, our, um, our hearts go out to his uh, friends and family and, and coworkers and it it's always really hard when something unexpected like that happens. Um so that's a really beautiful thing for them to dedicate this movie to him. Yeah. So go give it a watch for Sharon and all of his cast members that he loves so much. And and yeah, I think it's just important. But even if all of this tragedy didn't happen, Mm-hmm. It was still a fantastic movie. He yeah. was amazing one way or the other. And mm-hmm. everyone in this movie was. So you guys should go give it a watch and then let us know what you think. Absolutely. Um, and let us know how many on-screen kills you think that there are. And then we'll look that up. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yes. Let <laughs> us know. <laughs> yeah. Give us your thoughts on uh, your your predictions. Uh, I'm sick of predicting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's your job now. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it now. We'll tell you if you're right. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, okay. So you have your homework. Go see John Wick for chapter four and let us know what you think the the on-screen kill count is. Yeah. And with that, uh, that's all from us. Thank you for listening. Remember to become a Box Office Club member to like, subscribe, review, and reach out to us at boxofficeclubpod at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you guys. Stay safe, support your local theaters, tell us your thoughts on this week's box office stories, and we will see you next time with another segment of the, the Box, box office, office Club. Club.